Welcome to episode 11 of Skip It. I'm Ashwin and you're also listening to Johnny and Lee. Hello, guys. Hey, guys. Hey. So today's episode is called Can You Keep a Secret? It's directed by Max Varnell and written by Peter Fanane. It stars our usual family, including Clancy and Dr. Steiner out in their caravan, plus guest stars Slim DeGray, who you'll meet soon, and Walter Sullivan as a detective sergeant. Anything you else you guys want to say about the cast and crew for this episode? Oh, you can't go past that name, Slim. Like yep. that yeah. classic cowboy. And, and he's got like the face that you imagined uh, <laughs> for what he is cast in, at, uh, in yes. this, without revealing too much. But I, I also like Slim's name, character name in it as well. So yes, get to that. yeah, which we'll, we'll reveal as the episode goes on. Yep. Yes. So the episode opens with Jerry working on the chopper and Sonny looking sad. And it turns out he's being left at home on this mission. And as I saw this, I was like, Sonny has previously driven a speedboat. Uh, He's been allowed to go on rescue missions with random interpretive dancers that his father has no knowledge of. So I wonder how bad is today's mission that Sonny's not allowed to go on it? What did you guys think it was going to be? Well, They don't even make it clear what they're doing. I like how they always just start off doing something in the chopper, but they don't actually make it clear. You do find out what they're doing. But, yeah, no, he. it is sort of weird because there's, like, myriads of times where Sonny's been in that chopper with Skippy as well. So it's, yeah, yeah it doesn't make much sense at all, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, that's the other thing is that Matt is always letting Sonny go and do really dangerous things. But in this one, Matt comes over he says, you can't go with them until you're older. Old so enough. Like, this is the line. He drew this as the line. Uh, yeah. And when yeah. That's what it is, compared to the other stuff, it's nothing. How, it's many, like, how many times has Sonny been, like, kidnapped before this? <laughs> yeah. And, like, how many times has he just run off in the bush on Matt's instructions? Um, yeah. You know, yeah, he's not consistent parenting at all. Sammy's life has just been basically, he's like a human police file of (laughs) breaches and records. So, yeah, it's a very unusual moment. It's a weird twist where he's neglectful but then really loving at the same time. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's just this weird dichotomy. He's slowly losing it. So, um So we see that Clancy is watching this whole incident and as as the rest of the family goes inside, she notices that Sonny is planning something Mm. and then later uh, Mark comes out and Clancy joins him and starts whistling Mm -hmm. and then we see that Skippy's tail is peeking out from under a blanket that you know, is on one of the chopper's legs. And so, you know, with the whistling, Mark notices that Skippy's there. And so basically she rats him out. And it's a it's a rare moment of incompetence by Skippy uh, to give this away. Yeah, what did you think about that moment? Uh, well, I was going to say, imagine if they didn't notice the tail. They would have just taken off with Skippy yeah. and, um, and Sonny underneath a, tar- a, a loosely tied tarp. So, yeah, yeah uh, it was very, but, very cheeky, but it was sort of what, interesting how Clancy sort of didn't give it away, but then yeah, it was no. sort of obvious what was happening. Yeah, I think she sort of was a bit sly about it all. But yeah. I was, given this cast and crew's history of kangaroo abuse, I wouldn't put it past them to have put Skippy in the air 
tied to a chopper at some point. So, well, well, yeah, but like, we'll, we'll get to the end as well, yeah, actually, right. as well, which, yeah. like, I was like, that's not impossible. Yeah. But do um, <laughs> yeah. you think that Clancy was looking at Mark really flirtatiously? Because didn't they yeah. have a thing where they were a bit flirty? A little bit. Yeah, they do definitely have some eyes, but I think that is supposed to be them being cheekily, you know. Not giving away Sonny, but then obviously realizing Sonny's trying to hitch a ride. So yeah, yeah. And so then uh, Matt comes out and he sees the same thing. Sonny gets busted with Skippy under the tarpaulin, and Sonny's told that he's not allowed to go fire spotting. So he realized it's about spotting fires. It's a little dangerous. The flames could get high. Maybe that's what Matt was thinking. So yeah, the group separate, and uh, yeah. you know. But what about the, the fact, the... Ashwin, that yeah. fire spotting is the fun activity Sonny really wanted to do? Like, <laughs> yeah, this, what he was so disappointed he couldn't do is just look for fires. And yeah, and, and remember, there's a previous episode where Mark was annoyed that they oh, wasn't it like like where they were going surveying, and he didn't want yeah. to do that. Like, it's a yeah. real mixed bag when it comes to the chopper work that they get up to. There, it's either really boring or super cool and interesting. I think because they've invested in this very expensive-looking chopper, they're just making up jobs for themselves now, I think. <laughs> yes. Well, they've got to get the the chopper shots. They've got to get their value. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, we've got to do tree it's... counting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to, <laughs> yeah. got to count all the trees in the park. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll get to that eventually. So, so the mission splits, so the chopper goes off, and then Sonny decides to go off to his secret cave and Clancy asks if she can come with him and says she didn't rat him out, which I took offense to because I think she ratted him out with her eyes. Um, yeah, there was yeah, I, I sort of felt like she sort of did. She didn't say it verbally, but it was quite obvious that they were being like super obvious that, you know, he was under the yeah. tarp to Matt. So they sort of in, in unintentionally dobbed him in. That's right. Communication is 90% body language and Clancy was being a massive snitch with her body. <laughs> Pretty much. So we're in the chopper now and Mark says he thinks he saw someone running. And Jerry says it was probably a helicopter shadow, which is pretty dismissive. Like, who can't distinguish between a man and a chopper silhouette? What did you think about that interaction there? Uh, yeah, like, I think um, he was definitely um, making a lot of presumptions there because you would think that Mark would know the difference by now. It's not like his first rodeo in flying a chopper and spotting people. If he can't tell the difference between a shadow of a helicopter and a man, I don't know if he's the best <laughs> person to go fire spotting. <laughs> no, no, no. So then we cut away from the chopper and Sonny and Clancy are heading off to his cave and Clancy has started to pick flowers, slowing them down. Sonny this berates her, letting her know it's another, go time. Sorry, I was going to say, that is another ba- example of men writing badly for female characters because... Sunny finally agrees, okay, look, if she didn't blab me out, come along to the cave. And then she slows him down by picking flowers. And when he asks what she's doing, her excuse is that, oh, just the colours. Like, just some brainless girl who's being distracted by the colours of flowers. I'm like, that's... Yeah. So they... Sonny keeps running off. Eventually, Clancy comes with him. Mm-hmm. And Sonny ar- arrives in the cave where he was previously tied up by smugglers. Um, <laughs> not, not having learned his lesson, it happens all over again. Okay, oh. we see a freaky man's face appear behind Sonny. Yeah. Let's just say that the uh, cave is not secret at all. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> like, people just randomly find it in the bush, so it's very obvious, obvious. You know, like... Yeah. Well, those shots, Ashwin, that you were mentioning when we see the creepy man, oh, yeah. they loved this very 
like extreme close-up of the eyes, camera slightly tilted, askew, just this this like evil looking Top shot. They, yeah, they just continually cut back to that clip of just, just yeah, the same, like yeah. horror, some horror training in the cinematography. There's some real horror training in that because yeah. I, I kind of jumped at that moment. I thought, oh, this is actually a, a slightly scary moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's got like a really uh, um, dorky fringe too. Uh, yeah. the, the the convict, but yeah. So basically, you get the reveal of the convict. Yes. Well, I'm sure if Jerry was there, he would have said, "Oh, that's just a helicopter. Don't worry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nothing to worry about. Uh, Keep going." Um. So, so the man covers Sonny's face, and yeah, like you said, it was a bit terrifying. It was very Wolf Creek at that or, or moment. Frank- Frankenstein-ish as well. Frankenstein. Yeah. Yeah. That's sort of the vibes I got with that lighting. So they build on this because then we go back to the chopper and Mark hears from Matt that there is an escaped convict in the park um, and Mark and Jerry realise it was the man that Mark had seen earlier. So they do a U-turn in the chopper mm-hmm. and Sonny, then we go back to the cave. Sonny says to his captor, let me go. My dad's the head ranger. And is that the best thing to say? Because now it sounds like he can afford a hefty ransom. What did you guys think? Is that <laughs> yeah, the best thing absolutely. To say? But can I also say just when you mentioned Matt driving and he receives the alert on the car phone, that car phone just looked like an old 60s telephone that had just been put on the dash. I'm yeah, sure yeah. that car phones either didn't exist uh, back then. The radios did, but not a full telephone. Yeah, going back to that TV technology, it's like James Bond gadgets where this stuff clearly didn't exist because like no one had a freaking telephone like that like he's got a radio i can get that yeah. like cop, cops and police everyone had a radio in their car but like yeah having an actual telephone was a bit of a stretch i found yeah one like that that was con- that was connected to nothing that was just it was just a regular telephone yeah 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 i wonder if there was a show technologist who had to come up with these gadgets Mm, well, like, you know, the underwater camera, like, that was yeah. basically just a, a lamp attached to a little metal submarine. Um, yeah. Like, all of that yeah. stuff, I'm sure, is just made up. And he's, like, little, you know how his portable transistor radio that's obviously just, like, an actual just, like, FM radio that he uses to call the chopper? Yeah. Yes. That stuff's yeah. all made up, yeah. Yeah, a bit of bit of fantasy in mm. the episode. But back to reality now. We go, we're go. we back in the cave. It's dangerous. The captor says to the kids, to Clancy and Sonny, he needs clothes and food. And he sends mm. Sonny off to get it. And I was thinking at this point, it's likely they didn't get Clancy to cook for him because that would have pissed him <laughs> oh, right yeah. off. She could have made him some scrambled eggs that she's famous for. Yeah. Yeah. And he also is he's pretty threatening this whole time because he has oh. a knife. And he's also saying to Sonny, you know, do anything dodgy and Clancy's going to meet her end. Mm, so he goes yes. and food and clothes. Like, it's not, he's not messing around. He's got a pretty long... He, yeah, it looked like... I thought it was a um a razor at first, but then I'm the pretty sure it's just a shiv. Like, later on, it just looks like a, uh, a, like a blunt handle with a blunt um, knife on it. So yeah. it's... Yeah, I was sort of going, is it like a prison shiv or something? Because... Um, yeah, and he's scary. He's, like, very threatening and ready to kill those kids. As soon as you're in doubt, they cut back to that close-up shot again of that oh. guy in the mouth. <laughs> yeah. They go to the yeah. Frankenstein shot. But when I've started to notice in this ep- these episodes, the worse that the criminal behaves, the bigger their karma is going to be at the end. So you're getting a sense mm. that, man, you're threatening children now. This is not going to end well, this episode no. for you. Especially yeah. Matt's kid. Oof. Oh, yeah. We've, yeah, we've seen what happens to people that threaten 
Matt's yeah, kid. Matt, Matt's pretty yeah. clear. No one puts my kid in danger except me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 If this criminal had just wanted Sonny on some reckless mission, Matt would have been totally cool with it, but no shivs. So we see Sonny arrive back at the house, and then we wonder, I was wondering, is he going to steal from this house? Because that's a moral breach, even though it's necessary. Feels a bit weird seeing Sonny stealing. But yep. he then um, he goes into this house, and he pulls a lot of baked goods out of the fridge. No no vegetables, I noticed. Not a complete mm. meal, which is a bit of a spot. It's like he doesn't really have his captor's well-being at heart. And it's like they're already prepared because he's, there's a whole bunch of, like, stuff wrapped in alfoil, like, you know, just yeah. in case he needs to get Maybe that. Maybe they've got an emergency kidnapping meal. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, 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 in case you get kidnapped. Yeah. And he cleared out that fridge as well. He yeah, he took everything. Everything. I reckon he was, he was playing the long game. He's like, I can't, I can't kill this guy. He's too big. But I can kill him slowly with cholesterol. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> after um, he finishes the fridge, he then goes through all the pantry and clears out all the food in the cupboard. He, he gets the, the yeah. bread. He, he gets everything. Well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> At least they didn't sacrifice Skippy as a meal as well, because she was right there. That yeah. probably would have been yeah. Skippy. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That- Good move on Sonny's part. So, you should know yeah. this is important that he didn't just get food. He did go through Matt's wardrobe and clear out all of Matt's clothes. Oh, yes. Yeah. So he got he the range of clothes too. He got the range of clothes. Yep. Yeah. So he gets the range of clothes, gets the food. So then he locks Skippy up in a cage because he tells her this mission is too dangerous. Yeah. He's afraid yeah. that uh, the guy will kill Skippy as well. Which also means after 10 episodes, finally Dr. Steiner's cage came in handy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> they used it. Unfortunately, um, because, yeah, Skippy it was Skippy in. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. What I was sort of surprised about was when Skippy was in the cage, I was, like, waiting for Skippy to get out of that cage because, like, we've seen that cages are nothing for Skippy. Um, But yet it wasn't – it didn't go that way. So Dr. Steiner returns to see Skippy in the cage and shows Matt this because they're all quite confused. Why is Skippy in a cage all of a sudden? Yep. Come back with the cops. So there's now some cops, you know, who are obviously there to find the criminal. And Matt opens the cage and says, Skippy – Show us where Sonny is. Mm. So, you know, they, they run after Sonny. So then prisoner, we're back in the cave, and the prisoner, Skeen, whose name is Skeen, says, uh, get your shoes off, girly. And maybe it's a 2021 thing, but I found the use of the word girly to be the most jarring part of the episode. <laughs> um, I'm not sure. If you know. Yeah, um, it's not a term they use, but it is like, uh, I guess, as derogatory as you can get for girl. Apart from bitch, but I guess back in the 60s, like kids show, they probably weren't going to say that. No, they weren't going to say no. that. But um, yeah, and, and it was hard to know where he was going with all of this too. Yeah. Like, get, get her shoes off. You didn't know, like, really what was happening. She was terrified. Like, what, what the hell's going on? going on and he just starts tearing up the bloody place yeah well that's right he starts smashing bottles creating this moat of broken glass and 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 he smashes up the chairs just for good fun too yeah that was unnecessary that was was just like stupid flintstones chairs yeah (laughs) well i was gonna ask when he started smashing everything up did you know where that was going or did you think he just was going psycho i yeah i think it's going psycho I thought he was going psycho, but then when he started smashing up all the bottles, then it started to click because I started going, oh, like, and I went, this is where Die Hard got their I idea from. I was just going to say, John McKeon, <laughs> the director of Die Hard, watched that episode and was like, yep. yes. We need to expand on this. And I was really hoping it would go there with, like, Clancy going, like, full broken glass. Yeah, just over the broken glass and uh, taking down the guy. But, uh, yeah, so basically he breaks up the glass all over the ground and he's taken Clancy's shoes away and obviously yeah, tried to trap. sort of, 
yeah, to stop her from pursuing him or getting away. And well, this is before Tony Robbins emerged in the 90s to teach you how to walk on broken glass. Yes. So these yeah. poor 60s people had no defence to this situation. No, no. And then at that point, Tony comes over, threatens him with the knife again. That knife is always held pretty close. To, it's pretty much on his face. Face. Yeah. Right on his time. face. And then, uh, yeah, Ashwin, what happens next? So then Skeen is now wearing a ranger uniform that Sonny had taken, and he walks Sonny down at knife point (laughs) towards an escape, obviously leaving Clancy in her glass moat. What was weird is, like, you see him dressed up as um, the ranger, and he's like this uh, bizarro world, Matt. Yeah. You know, like this, the opposite of what Matt. The poor man's Matt, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, like, yeah, all this alternate reality, Matt, of, like, crazy criminal convict Matt, basically. If, yeah. If Matt had gone down the wrong path, this is what he would look like. Yeah, well, I found this weird moment weird because they, they see the chopper and then Sonny says, oh, don't worry, they'll think you're dad yes. when they see the ranger outfit. But I was like, who doesn't recognise their own dad? Who? How absent has Matt been as a father? Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> well, the, <laughs> like, that's the thing. Like, Sonny probably thinks, like, he's his dad already because he, you know, pretty much doesn't see him half the time. So then... um. Mark calls in to Matt in the chopper and says, hey, we see you with Sonny. And Matt says, I'm not with Sonny. What are you talking about? And they realize what's happening. Matt says, okay, leave so it's not arouse suspicion mm. and I'll go chase after him. So Matt decides to chase after him while the cops sit back to take a break. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what are the job roles here? I know. That is odd that uh, Matt was like, I'll go around and cut him off. And the cops just stay there, yeah, uh, not really doing anything, uh, while Matt and Skippy pretty much do the job that the cops are supposed to be doing. And the cops have guns, so they could have, like, probably taken him out quite easily without even him having to threaten, you know, Sonny. Did not want to work, yeah. So they um... <laughs> Well, obviously the Rangers, uh, you know, um, it's his jurisdiction, so he's like, yeah. it, oh, they don't. They don't have the power in the bush, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When Matt yeah. runs, he's running through that forest like the Terminator. He's just charging. Oh, and he, and he does, like, some full-on ninja stuff when he catches up to them too. Yeah. Like, he sort of catches them up and you see him in the background as they're coming down and he's like, oh, sees them, and then he sneaks off around the side. He did, when yeah. he jumps off rocks, he does one of those landings where he kind of goes yep. in this half crouch with his arms out, like, for balance, like, yeah. Yeah. So this is part of that karma. This is that you can tell something big is building Mm -hmm. to fix all the knife threatening that Skeen has been doing. It's not going to be good. I really liked that. You know, before Matt gets there, we've obviously seen he's already gone to the cave. He's rescued Clancy. She feels she's really the one that fills him in on. Look, this is this is what's happened. He's dressed like you. And that's when um, we also see Skippy is also running there. So there's a lot of tension mounting as we see who's going to get there first. Is Skippy going to get there first? Yes. First? Yeah. So, yeah, as as it sort of builds up, you've got Skippy sort of coming another way. And then uh, Matt sort of uh, coming around to, you know, outflank him. And then Skippy's sort of comes up behind, up on a rock, right behind where Skeen's like got his knife to, um, to Sonny's throat. And yeah, yeah, so that that was sort of cool how they sort of uh, all came together. I, I sort of knew what was going to happen though. I, you know, <laughs> it was pretty obvious yeah. um, with uh, Skippy being above Skeen on a rock. Yeah, well, Matt's distracted yeah. from the front. Sonny's hostage again, and there's lots of shots of that knife to Sonny's throat, which I always thought was really shocking to see. Yeah. So, like, and when thinking about it, like, this has happened at least 
twice right now, hasn't it? So yeah. he's very experienced. Like you knew that he yeah. was going to jump on this chance. But yeah, sorry, Ashwin, you carry on with the rest of the sequence because it does well, get pretty cool. It does. Well, I'm just thinking Matt should have um, arrested him using Beatles lines. He could have been like, it's going to be a hard day's night for you. <laughs> I'm going to throw you in the water like a yellow submarine. They could have both joined the Beatles probably with their <laughs> haircuts. This would also be where Matt would probably be thinking, I really shouldn't have told those cops to wait behind right about now because it's really used them. Uh, yeah, it guns. would have been handy to have a... A policeman with a gun? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. So the cops are still back at the cave having lunch or whatever, and then Matt's talking to Skeen, and then finally Skippy either jumps down or is thrown by a crew member and knocks the knife out of Skeen's hand and falls over, and then Matt punches Skeen and knocks him out. Oh, he jumps that in. Matt tense. just seizes that opportunity, steps on the wrist to neutralise the weapon, and then, yeah, it's just like, bang, straight in the face. Yeah, he so yes. wanted to punch Skeen. One punch. Um, <laughs> and um, Skippy hops on a guy's head, which, you know, we've seen, like, at least three times now. Yeah, no, you, Johnny, you alluded to this scene at the start of the episode. Yes. Was this what you were talking about? The uh, flying kangaroo? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we, we basically know that this is, like, Skippy's specialty. Maybe she knew that Sonny couldn't handle what was happening up there by himself and she couldn't handle it. She had to bring help. So she waited <laughs> yes. till help arrived. Yeah, in the most obvious space, in a cage. So, yeah. No, yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah. Um, okay, so now we're in the closing scene mm-hmm. and the cop says, we'll have to reward Skippy and Sonny somehow. And Matt lets him know that that reward has been handled and that they're both allowed to go fire spotting. So oh. we see Sonny and Skippy inside the chopper this time yeah and it's all very questionable because they run over to the chopper and mark helps um sunny get into the seatbelt, and then he uh, gets skippy and puts skippy up into a chopper and like this is like an open air chopper yeah and you've yeah. got an animal yeah. that is prone to jump and yeah, it just did yeah. not look safe and yeah. i was really interested to see if they took off with Skippy in there, but I didn't see, I couldn't see that properly. So I'm not sure if they actually had Skippy in that helicopter when it took yeah. off. Because I have a feeling that would have been not advisable. No. No door. I don't understand why that chopper is so open air. Like, get a bloody door. What's going on? <laughs> I know. It'd be really noisy too. Yeah. Can I, can I also say that a reward, fire spotting, like it's so much fun. That's a punishment. That's a chore. Yeah. You really don't have Nintendo yet. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we know that uh, Sonny is deprived of the normal uh, things that kids have. He's he's basically this um, bush-reared country kid. This was his Nintendo, I guess, looking for <laughs> fires in a helicopter. But yeah, did you notice as well that so as the chopper lifts up, Sonny waves, and this time he lifts Skippy's paw to wave too. So yes! the question is... Does this negate Skippy being able to do it on her own? Or was she just like stubbornly refusing to wait because she was annoyed at being hauled into this doorless helicopter and didn't I, want to yeah. go? I think they gave up and just had Sonny, hey, can you just, can you just wave, the, wave the, the kangaroo's hand, please? Because uh, we're mm. not getting anything. <laughs> Maybe Sonny's been waving the kangaroo hands all this time because then they don't have to hire I, an extra cast crew member. Yeah, true. Yeah, son, yeah, he could have been doing it the whole time. Um, he could be doing Skippy's stunt hands. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. It's probably cheaper than an adult. But, yeah, no, it was a pretty nice little scene. Uh, and, you know, Sonny gets his way in the end, as always. No joke, <laughs> yeah. 
it's the end of the episode. The episode ends with the chopper lifting up. So yeah. not, there wasn't a little... Uh, no, I think they sort of did that maybe with the um, the little, like, you'll have to give them a reward or something. Maybe that was it. But then I guess the whole thing of getting him to the chopper was a novelty in itself yeah. because you don't see a kangaroo loaded into a chopper all the time. So no, I'm a bit disappointed no. that they didn't dress him up in a little pilot suit with little oh. pilot headphones. I did like that. Well, they normally go for slapstick comedy, but this time they're like, no, let's just have a heartfelt moment. Mm-hmm. No gags, no costumes. We'll, well they, they bur- both different. were trying to sneak on. So, yeah, it was a cute little ending. But, yeah, no, um, I thought it was a pretty cool episode, this, with the convict and everything. Um, yeah. What I, sort of gum leaves out of five are you going to give it? Oh, well, I was going to give it 4.3. So sort of above average, I thought, um, still ticked all those boxes, convict, secret cave, Skippy jumping on someone's head, Matt punching someone in the face, Skippy in a cage, uh, Sonny being kidnapped and held at knife point. I think it definitely deserved that sort of higher end of the the scale because there was a lot going on. You had female representation, even if they were just sniffing flowers and getting... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 1967. But, you know. Yeah. Me? Yeah, I mean, I think it you know, had tension, drama and um, excitement. So I'd probably give it a... I think I'm going to give it a four, four Gumley. I'm, I'm the same as you. I'm giving it a four. I think the last few episodes, I've been hanging around the threes. Yes. There was something about the tension of this episode. Good criminal, good villain. And high stakes. You could see when Matt rescued Sonny at the end, there was not many words said because he thought, oh, I might lose Sonny. I nearly lost Sonny just because I lost my wife. There was a bit of emotion there without words. Sort of didn't go into that, but he um, gives Sonny a real good hard hug. Like when he punches the guy and he knows Sonny's safe, he really, really appreciates it. Yeah. So there's a pop of heart in this episode that maybe was not there in some other episodes. Yeah. I'm going to give it four as well. So pretty good episode for all of us. Yeah, excellent. Right. So the question yeah. is, what is the okay. next episode going to be? Will it live up to this uh, one? <laughs> I think it might. I'll give you a little bit because the last sentence in this synopsis pretty much gives away everything, but I'm not sure whether that's something that gets revealed early on. So I'll leave out the last sentence. It's called Number 12, The Swagman. Sonny meets an Irish swagman, Mr Trundle, and has a difficult time believing that the stories he tells Sonny are lies. I don't quite oh. know if that what a, is a double negative. That, yeah, yeah. See, that's it. That, I am reading that correctly, I'm sure. Um, so I'm assuming yeah. Sonny is having a hard time believing this guy's stories. That's what it means. So yeah. What we can probably predict is a lot of racial stereotyping. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Um, Definitely the potato at some point during the episode. Yes. Uh, And, yeah, the pocket watch that he owns is believed to be stolen. The police are after him. And I'll leave the last sentence out because I feel like it's a spoiler. Um, So, yeah, so basically uh, we meet a swagman, which we've been waiting for because it's the most Australian thing ever. Um, Well, white Australian thing ever, I guess. Um, Jolly swagman. Oh, yes, he'll have to be jolly. Yep. Because we sort of got a hint of Swagman that early episode of that guy kidnapping um, Skippy when he was singing those jolly songs around the bushfire. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we did see a little bit of that, but um, we'll see if this guy's – maybe he's not as sinister as that other guy. So, yeah, no, so that's the next episode, the Swagman. Awesome. Okay, join us next week to find out what happens. Johnny Lee, thank you. Thank you. Hi. See ya. Scoop, 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 scoop